My name is Michael Scott. Welcome to my world and prepare to be awakened. I'm Jamie, Jeff, Sean, and Chris, and welcome to episode 36. Woo-hoo. Three years. Three years. This is the milestone. And we're talking about these three? Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> Aten, oh. Anubis, and Bastet. Triple threat. They're like a, a three-ring circus. <laughs> three people you really have the title of this right as a ten of biscuits. A tin of biscuits. I saw that when I first opened that's it. That's what you said the last time. <laughs> and that's what how you spell biscuits. biscuits. <laughs> it's biscuits. Biscuits. <laughs> biscuits. biscuits. A tin of biscuits. I did not write that. <laughs> I did not write that. <laughs> she created Sorry. the doc. Didn't write that. <laughs> it wasn't me, I swear. Okay. News. We've got a uh, new short story coming out, huh? Oh yeah, the, uh, we talked about it a little bit last time. Did we? Did we have the cover then? I guess we did, didn't we? Maybe we didn't really talk about the cover, but the cover—I mean, the cover really the doesn't. Cover give says the title. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> like the death, of, the death of Joan of Arc, except it's cooler because it's got a big blood splotches on it, which is awesome. And, and uh, if you're a member of our forum, you you caught a little. Uh, treat a couple weeks ago at, at Halloween. Yeah. The, the opening. I don't chat. know if it's still going to be up, you know, by the time this uh, podcast airs, but you know, last you year's to... treat's probably pretty stale at this point. Yeah, this is true. Uh, we can't really <laughs> guarantee <laughs> which, when, when it's going to come down. It. Absolutely. But uh, this one uh, may still be up. You know, uh, you can go to the portal homepage and look for the, the trick-or-treat post, and that'll give you all the specifics on how to... Uh, how to take a little sneak peek there. Yeah, we got some, uh, speaking of covers, uh, we got some but new UK covers. Did we, oh. did we say the date, hold on, did we say the date of the, of the vampires? Because that's like right, right when this comes out. Am I, am I right uh, around mistake? the corner, right? Right around the corner. Yeah. So, comes out, what, 22nd? November 22nd. Yeah, the 22nd. So, the end, out next week. End, yeah, next week. So, you know, mark that on your calendars. Be sure to uh, pick that up. Pull e-book. out the Amazon gift card <laughs> yeah. for the ebook. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's uh, you know, the 99 cent thing again, and uh, should be pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, we got some UK covers going on that look yep. just like the again. original covers, only with like, a border. Again. <laughs> <laughs> again, we have rejacketed, recovered uh, UK editions. Um, Seems like they, they added some lightning bolts to all the covers. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of moving on. But they have some very cool sayings yeah, at the bottom of yeah. them. The bunt is on. I don't talk about I saw that the bunt is on. <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> it's a baseball or baking. I can't figure it out. <laughs> but no, on the on the the uh, the magician cover, it says the hunt is on, but the font they use makes the H look like a B, so it, it looks he like it says the, the secret that can end the world. <laughs> he bold. Must really if he ita- but it's written in italics, so I'm confused. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it looks like bunt. Looks like the the bunt begins. Darkness of Prokpiz. <laughs> Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, they they left the, the U.S. edition covers. They those were the original covers in the U.K. They, I guess, they felt like the market over there wasn't liking those those versions of those covers, or they wasn't reaching the right demographic or or whatever. So they went to these. They rejacketed all the books and went re-released them and went to these like movie poster style covers. And they were very bright colored, very bright. And I would say, I mean, you know, in person, they, they are very crisp and clean looking in, in person. I, I wasn't a fan when I first saw them. But, you know, when you when you've got one in front of you, it's uh, a little bit of a different story. So they actually they did look pretty cool in person. But 
I guess they've decided that those covers weren't doing the job either, so they decided to do a little tweaking and revamping of the original covers and re-release the books again. So they're all they're only going to be in paperback. They're not doing the uh, they're not doing these in the hardcover. They're only only in paperback, and they are there. There's some exclusive content. Uh, bonus content that's going to be included uh, in the books, in the new releases. Um, I think if you guys remember, they added the uh, some secret files of Niccolo Machiavelli in the back of the uh, of the the other cover re-release, right? Yep. So these, I'm not sure exactly what the bonus content is going to be. I don't think it's the Machiavelli files. There um, is I think bonus this is, content though. There is bonus content. And I do not believe it is the Machiavelli file, so it's going to be some new bonus content in the UK editions. So you know, if you if that's your market, and um, you know you haven't got the series yet, or you just like the style of the new covers and you want to see the bonus content, go pick them up. And uh, I'm jealous. I want some bonus yeah. content. You might flip through the uh, through the pages there and come across the little link that would be. Uh, if you would, were to type it into your address bar, it would link you directly to Flamel's Immortal Portal's uh, online codex pages. Pretty so awesome. that was that was very very nice of them. We are uh, very appreciative of that uh, for them to acknowledge all all the hard work that uh, we as a team put into the online codex and gathering that information and and everything there. You know, it's just really a prize to to all the hard work that the team put into that, and um, we we thank uh, Random House UK for uh, acknowledging us in that. But very cool. Awesome. Speaking of cool, speaking of cool things. Yay, segways! I missed you cool guys things. this month. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> speaking of cool things. <clears throat> cool things. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the yeah, yeah. ether, the ether, the ether, the ether, the ether, the ether, ether, ether. You're gonna do this to me again this the, year, really, really, third, guys. Yeah. You know, the last couple of years hasn't been torture enough. We're gonna Threequel, try. because we can't write an ending. It's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> we can't end this game. We can't decide how to end it. <laughs> It is coming out December 1st is the official yes. release day. Now, you know, the last couple of years they've been coming out in the middle of November and that was our original plan for this, but you know, we've we've got some uh, some other things going on and some uh you know, uh Random House has agreed to uh donate some prizes and things for that. So to get all that stuff arranged and together, um you know, we're going to we're just going to go with uh, with December first as the uh, as a release date, and uh, that'll be you know op- available worldwide. And um, you know there'll be some great prizes at the end for people who who finish. You've got yeah, to rub it finish. in. Rub it in. I won't you be eligible. Finish. But yeah, so some cool stuff. Some cool stuff coming. But the 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 quest is going to be. Uh, is going to be on on December first, and uh, you know if you've played them in the past, you you may you may be scared, but we promise it's it, it's not it's not as bad as you think. It's been we, we we're trying to go. We, you know, yeah. we, we, not we, yet. We, it hasn't. No, we. Uh, Chris, tested. <laughs> Chris tested. Sean approved. <laughs> That's the byline. Even Chris can do some of them. <laughs> some of them for, for those who wonder why um, on the forum I don't offer a lot of help in the quest <laughs> sections <laughs> it would be because I can't ever finish them myself so you know <laughs> just FYI <laughs> basically what we decided to do was gauge the puzzles on Chris this year <laughs> if Chris can beat them we know anybody can beat them <laughs> Uh, you can say it. It's all right. Uh, you know. You're a valuable asset to this team. <laughs> Coming from the girl who can't beat Frogger. Shush. <laughs> I never forget. Unfortunately, you never. Did. 
<laughs> I know. This is the way you guys say, or, 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 this is your way of saying, if I can do them, they've been dummy proofed. I get it. That's okay. It's, it's true. It's a little true. It is. It is. I mean, come on. You got to own it. You got to own it, Chris. I do, clearly. You got to own it now. <laughs> <laughs> you self proclaimed it, so you got to own it. <laughs> uh, speaking of owning things, there's one thing that we do not own. I know. I'm very upset. Again. We did not own a a podcast award. It's fixed. And we had two chances to win. Yeah, we were but you know what? We went for two categories last year and only got in one. And we went for two categories again this year and gotten both of them. So you know, that's a that's a step that's a step in the right direction. So next year we can try for three, get in for three and win none. No, no you can only get in for two. I wish. I wish the next logical progression is that we win something. Or either that, or we change the category to where we can win. <laughs> but no, we really do thank everyone for you know all your efforts in in nominating the nomination process and the voting process. Um, you know we wouldn't have got in if it wasn't for you guys, and uh, we really do appreciate it. And you know what? We'll 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 try it again next year. We'll we'll, we'll give it a shot if we're still here. <laughs> Because, you know, we may not be the number one uh, podcast dedicated to the Nicholas Flamel series. You know, we may have to quit the show because, you know, we've always said that. <laughs> so there may not be a f- episode 48. That was some good math. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> there better be. I'd like to hit 50. That would be awesome. Yeah. Well, you will one day, Jamie. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <Maybe>. you. <laughs> <laughs> emails alright our email, first email is from Sasha and it says hi guys my Skype account is being a poop so I can't leave a voicemail like I usually do oh sad face but as it appears my email is working just fine in celebration of this fact I'm going to hit you with a question that has absolutely no relevance to the last episode of the podcast Okay, I think we can handle those. What is your favorite Skatok moment? She is generally awesome, but my fave would be when she hugs Prometheus and he's like, who is this? I only thought of this because of my Halloween costume. I was scatty. All in capital letters, she screamed. Send pictures. (laughs) Pictures or it did not happen, Sasha. Actually, I don't know. It depends on how old you are, whether you can send us pictures or not. Anyway, keep being as awesome as you currently are. I think she's talking to me, Sasha. Uh, P.S. The answer to my last question, if you could travel through time, where would you go and what would you do? I would go back to ta- back in time and have a conversation with my abue- abuela. Abuela? Is that yeah. grandmother? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. I just want to make sure. I, heard, I learned that on Door of the Explorer, by the way. My mother told me she was an amazing person, and I would have liked to see her and talk to her uh, before she lost her ability to recognize me. Oh, that's sad. PPS, my scatty costume was awesome. Thank you for your help. Did we help her? Apparently. Did I guess we helped her? Yes, we did. <laughs> we gave her some ideas on what to wear. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, she sent a couple of Awakenings podcasts. Oh, okay, okay, email. okay, okay. I see. Uh, PP, PP, I should say, I helped. <laughs> PPS. Jeff, would you please so kind as to say, you don't know what I got for me, please? And I said, no, please. please. Yes, there is. Scroll down there, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I do. Please. You lose. Favorite All scatty right. moment. Yeah. Oh. Um. A tough one. Favorite scatty moments. <laughs> I think I liked when she beat up all the guards in France in the coffee shop. Because she's like, eh, not a big thing. She beat up the gendarme. Yep. Yeah. See, I think yeah. mine was almost more of a, not necessarily a moment that, that was sort of shown, but in, in the warlock. When they were like, oh, when everyone was pretty much just, Scaddy will get us out of this volcano prison. And it just lists, like, all the prisons she's broken out of. Yeah. She was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. My favorite Scaddy moment is kind of a combination of Scaddy, Aoife, 
Um, it's in the Warlock when uh, Sophie and Parnell and Agnes are feeding the Jade Beetle. And Sophie sees a memory from the Beetle. And it shows how Scatty and Aoife stole and restole the Beetle from each other. And it was like a, a cat and mouse game between the two of them. I thought that was that was pretty cool. Chris? I liked when she takes after Dagon. That would be my favorite. Oh yeah, she she gets him. <laughs> well, he kind of got away. Well, but... yeah, you know, close the enough. Fish that got away. Close enough. The one that got, got away. away. <laughs> I had one on the line. It was this big. <laughs> it was as big as a man. <laughs> a man fish. A merman. It was a merman. <laughs> Who's next? Sean. Which email? Oh, oh, Jamie, yeah. did you do you your missed favorite? Mr. Segway opportunity. She did. That's why. Like, you know, I'm you down, down your segways. Email. minutes ago, Sean. Sorry. Hey, I love the podcast and the books. They're so amazing. And my new favorite quote from the podcast is, you don't know what I got. It's everybody's no, it's, favorite. It's so great that I say that all the time. <laughs> I wonder who said that. And Coatlicue is a major coat licker. And nothing screams masculinity. Manly butterflies. <laughs> Some randomness. There's a lot of <laughs> ha 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 ha's in there, but <laughs> I totally believe that Marathi was Josh's theory. And here are some thoughts I had. One, Machiavelli and Dee thought Joan was dead in the second book when they only detected Jermaine, Scatty, Nicholas, and the twins. Two, Scatty and Palamedes might have more friendly feelings. Okay. Three, Dee still likes Dare. Four, Aoife might not survive the last book. Five, Sophie is the twin who will destroy Danotalus, but save the humanity world. Six, Scatty might use her magic in the last books. So Michael confirmed that she had powers. So yeah, those are thoughts, and I want to know your opinions. Haha, <laughs> my favorite characters are Scatty, Palamedes, Prometheus, Billy, Joan, and St. Germain. Again, I love the books and the podcast from Scatty. So Scatty's favorite character is Scatty? That seems kind of... Yeah. <laughs> seems kind of narcissistic. A little narcissistic. Self- yeah. <laughs> Self-loving... We should all love ourselves. Let's take a minute and give ourselves Narcissist- a hug. Sisters, sisteric, because Ethan, <laughs> Scatty. Okay. <Stop>. Um. <laughs> was there any questions in that? No. Not really. No, I think it was a lot of predictions. Man- nothing screams ma- masculinity like manly butterflies. Manly butterflies. Did, I think she's did, calling out Saint Germain's tattoos. Oh, manly butterflies. Hey. Better watch it. Please. And he gives away, gives them away, because he gave one to, to Nick. Remember? He's sharing the manly butterflies with other manly men. Well, our next email has a question. So. Oh, cool. So the next email is from Megan, and she says, "Hey, Jamie, Jeff, Sean, and Chris, and whoever else is on this month." Ah, we fooled you. No one else. Um. I thought I'd email in because you always make a big deal about it on the podcast. However, this will be short because I really only have comments and a question. Since The Necromancer was released last year, I've been a fan of the series. I honestly don't know how I got into it. It may have been a recommendation thing on my library website. But either way, I got into the series, and as I read each book, I love it even more. I don't even know how I came across your site. I probably typed something into Google, and seeing as you are the only official Nicholas Flamel fan site, you were the first thing that popped up. When The Warlock was released in May, I bet and read it within two days. I probably would have finished it in one, but school got in the way. <laughs> Darn school. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, that wor- happens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Work, school, you know. Things really aren't that important. But uh, let's see. She says, anyway, The Warlock left me with a lot of questions answered, but by the end I was asking myself new questions. Hopefully everything, or almost everything, is answered. Enchantress. Speaking of the Enchantress segue alert, oh no, see now you've got listeners it doing it. Jeez. I don't know if I can finish. First it's segues, (laughs) then it's cold liquor. Now on to my question. The Enchantress cover was released recently. When are you going to do your cover analysis episode? I really want to hear what you think of it and what your symbols mean. I always love your analysis because they're hilarious but also informative. Thanks for reading. Love the podcast, and no, I'm not going to choose a favorite host because you are all awesome. Oh. Megan, <laughs> Aww, hug. <laughs> like, ah. 
No, she just really didn't want to be mean because she absolutely would have chosen Jamie or I, and, you know, she didn't want to let you boys feel left out. You don't know what I got. (laughs) (laughs) Nor do I want to know. Ah, you keep saying that. Come on, guys. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Was there any questions in there? Yes, there was a question about when we were going to do the cover episode. Oh, that's right. You know, I was thinking about that when we were, um, when I was going through the, uh, what we were doing next month, and I was like, we need to do the, we got to do the covers. And then I was thinking, oh, we already said we were going to do um, Anubis, Bastet, and a 10 on the last episode because we didn't have the cover out then. So we're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place on that one. So I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you, you want to want to do December? Or do you want to do a, a half podcast? Like just a cover podcast? I think we did that last year. Yeah, we did that. 23 and a third of We could do a 30, cover. Yeah, not 33 and a third. Slash <laughs> Billy the Kid and the Vampires of Vegas discussion. We could. We could do that. Yeah, because it'll be out, right? It'll be out. It'll be out. It'll be out then. Could, right. All right, next month to answer your question. Yeah. December. Let's just December. The December uh, uh, podcast. December 15th will be the cover and the ebook. Vampires of Vegas story uh, recap or whatever. And everybody just got an awesome insight into the scientific process by which we decide what we do next. (laughs) (laughs) Very scientific, as you can tell. planned out years in advance. I mean, we knew we were going to do this for episode 36, you know, three years years ago. We even knew they were characters. Yeah, we didn't even know. We had no idea. We didn't know who Mark Scott was then. He's the guy planning from the this episode. I don't know who he is. Oh, now. yeah, we did know that. We saw him. Yeah. What? Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> Where am I? Who are you people? I don't know. <laughs> who? who am I? You don't know. You don't know what I got. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you got. Do you see what you guys turned him into? He's a monster, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a maniac. Maniac on the show. Stop <laughs> I'll stop him. <laughs> Jamie, do we have any voicemails? Please tell me we have voicemails. Like I've never said before. We have no voicemails. I'm all love. Jesus. Somebody stop them. (laughs) All right. Voicemails, or as Jamie used to call it, answering machine. We don't have any. We don't have any. Were you listening? Put on your listening ears. Hold up. Wait a minute. No one called in to leave a voicemail. I think it message? might have been broken this month. Uh, uh, oh. Jeff, did you call in again? No, I didn't. No. I didn't call. I never called in. What are you talking about? Oh, Hitman JLS. What are you talking about? Did that weird guy call in again? That weird guy from the forum who tried like, to give me a hard time. I don't know what the problem is. Let's talk about that. Right. Let's, let's talk about that. Why do you think Aten agreed to betray Dan Utalis to Marethu? He feared Easy. him, he trusted him, he knew he didn't have a choice, he wanted Nutalis to fall. And you guys thought that he knew he didn't have a choice. Yeah, he didn't have a choice. He had no choice. Mostly followed by he trusted him. That's a mistake. Why would no you trust choice him? at all. The man has a hook on his hand. He has a hook He basically hand. tells him. Very trustworthy. basically tells him it's going to happen whether you help me or not. That's true. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think he, I really don't think he had a choice. And he knew it was going to happen, so he didn't have a choice to stop it. So, because, I mean, the the whole key to that whole conversation is um, <clears throat> him talking about studying history and, and, and realizing that uh, empires rise, and all every empire right that has risen has fallen, and that's just the natural order. And he knew it was going to happen, so... What goes up must come down. Yeah, so he's completely helpless to, to stop it, and so he just goes along with it. Newton was the man. Yeah. You know, yep. if it wasn't for Newton, can you imagine the stuff he'd be able to do? Him and his laws. Stupid laws. That guy Murphy, too. I like to kick him. Wow. Easy killer. It's a little harsh. <laughs> no. No, sometimes. I agree. Yeah. Sometimes. No, I'm, unfortunately, I'm, I'm way too familiar with, with, with Murphy and his laws, but that's still a little harsh. Yeah. Really? Get some nerves. He gets on my nerves, man. Gets on my nerves. Okay, yeah, please, mom. please move on. Please move on. Hey, mom, why do you Jeez. think Anubis and Bastet are plotting against Aten? 
Our first one is from Annika, and she is stealing Scatty's Oracle Awards. Good luck Oracle. with that. Yeah, you better run fast. Scatty's got ninja skills. <laughs> you better run. She hates ninja skills. <laughs> she scales. And Annika... <laughs> Annika says, I think that they were originally planning to take control of Danutalis away from him. Of course, now that he's already betrayed the island, who can say what they will do now? Next response is from Dominique, and his location is, you don't know what I got. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> is it really a location? I, it might be, because <laughs> I don't know what I got. So. He um, has an address, and you don't know it. <laughs> I think they are planning to kill Aten. Suspenseful music. Dun dun dun. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Normally I'd have that on cue, but yeah, you did. I had, to, <laughs> I had to step in, baby butt there again. <laughs> Our next response. I'm so unprepared. Our next response is from Olivia. Her location is on Danutalis, preparing for the final battle in May. Nice. Her response is something crippling for sure. Obviously, they're planning to assassinate Aten, but they are going to torture him first to see if he has information about Marethu and or Abraham. Of course, Aten won't go down without a fight. Heck no. Of course, we know that he makes it and 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 carries on because, you know, he's Machiavelli's elder in, you know, 10,000 years from now. So. Hey. Times can be changed, my friend. Ah, yeah, I guess. But, you know, if you follow the law that, you know, the no matter what you go back and change, it's already happened. You know, it's it's already happened. It depends so on Chris which gonna, laws of Chris is not, time uh, travel you're She's going to hang up on you guys. <laughs> I'm talking my laws of time travel, Jamie. Well, fine. Jeff. <laughs> Did you say the bylaws? No, he said my laws. My. My laws. Well, it isn't about laws. your laws. So, I know what you got. You want to fight? It's about what I got. Um, yeah, you know, and and, uh, and her uh, the the location is totally wrong because the battle in Danotalis isn't in May. It, it happens in in um, June. Happens in, happens in June. Or does it? We don't really know when it happens. Well, oh, we don't know what what time of the year it is back on Danotalis, do we? No, we don't. Good call. Good call. I can only assume it's, it's a mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Right, before my head explodes with more talk of time, <laughs> the next one is from Jessica in Palm Coast, Florida. Nice, short, simple answer is because they want Danitalis for themselves. They do. I didn't even give you any hard words, Chris. <laughs> I know. They're <laughs> um, so nice. Yeah. I'm good that way. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know that they want it for themselves. I mean, there's definitely some some um, greedy nature going on there and some want for power uh, or just the want to keep the power. But, you know, they, they, uh, they don't want, they, they don't want down to fall because they want the elders obviously to, to be. Our next response is from Yen location is CT. I'm guessing that's Connecticut. I wonder if he has power. <laughs> Don't know. And <laughs> There's a lot of people still without power. His response is jealousy. I would agree with that. Yeah, there's definitely some, some jealousy in there. Man. Absolutely. Green with envy. Yeah, absolutely. Dog with envy. <laughs> <laughs> he turned dog with envy. Um, our next response is from uh, Laurel. And the location is visiting the Shadow Realm on the Isle of Sky. Cool. Oh, I've been there. Uh, yeah. I, I saw some skates on that aisle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skadi's well, castle. From a, from a distance. Yeah. What was left of it? Um, it's like a bridge that's falling apart. It's like all the Yeah, it's a piece of it. The response is, I think they're plotting to attend because they, one, fear him, two, fear Marethu, and three, seek power that attend has and wants to take it. Also, I think Anubis might be a little angry. I don't know about you, but I would really be ticked off if my brother threatened to throw me off the side of a building. Yeah, yeah that was that was pretty cool. He just like grabs him, <laughs> dangles him over the side of the pyramid, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna drop you on your <laughs> drop you on your dog face." <laughs> Animal cruelty. Hill boy, hill. <laughs> Sit. Sit. 
He puts a stick and throws it off the edge, and Anubis runs after it and jumps off. <laughs> nice. Next one okay. is yeah. from Gin. Will least expect me? I could be in the least expecting. We. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Respond. It is all selfishness. Anubis and Bastet don't want to give up their wealth. In fact, they want even more of everything. Yep. So true. Hogging cat with envy. And then she got frustrated, <laughs> packed it up, and moved out to Bel Air. Yep, she did. Boom. So do we want to talk about the book versions or the historical slash mythological versions first? Uh, thinking about the historical stuff and mythologic stuff, I, mean, I, I don't know that... Because where we're seeing them is before all that happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I meant like... Right. I know what, you're, I know actual, what you mean. Yeah, like, yeah, like the, the mythological stuff from like Anubis and Bastet <laughs> and, and Akhenaten. And all that stuff, but all that stuff, historical stuff, not, you know, historical slash mythological stuff. I mean, that's all from, you know, Egyptian lore and, and everything that hasn't happened yet from where we've seen them in the story. Oh. You know? I guess technically. Yeah, I mean, none of that stuff has happened. Well, for Bastet, it has. And Aten. Depending on where you are in the story. <laughs> that's what I mean. I mean, we're discussing, we already discussed uh, Bastet off, uh, you know, in normal time, right? We haven't discussed her back on Danatalus, which is what we're discussing of her tonight. And Anubis we've only seen on Danatalus, so I'm assuming he does not survive the fall. Pity. But, uh, ten, you know, we've only talked on the phone in the present time. So, you know, all these people we're discussing from pre-Egyptian, uh, you know, history. It's true. So I don't know, I don't know where... They're all, they're all interconnected, though. Like they are in the story. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll we'll say we'll say let's say more more book stuff and and it, you know if there's something blaringly obvious that is uh, a tie to mythological or historical, you know we'll yeah we tie those in. So what are we talking about today, Jamie? Aten, <coughs> Anubis, <laughs> and Bastet. Cat A A B. Abba. We're talking about Crookshanks, Wormtail, and Pepper. Or, if you do it the other way, it's Bat. It's Cat, Dog, and Big Man. Yeah, but he's a rat, so it's Cat, Rat, and Dog. He's not a rat. He's a rat. He's ratting out Daniel Toss to Marathew. Oh, true. So he's a rat. I didn't think about it that way. Cat, Yeah. Rat. Yeah. That's a good point. See, that, that works. <laughs> It does. He is a little warlaga. Yeah, he's warlaga. He's um, um, Akhenaten. Uh, Machiavelli's Machiavelli. Machiavelli. <clears throat> Machiavelli's elder. Machiavelli. Machiavelli. <laughs> Word. Nicolo. Her <laughs> <laughs> favorite song. Yes, we get it. He's his elder. Moving on. <laughs> Are you with me, Chris? Uh, I'm trying just, desperately to hang on, and they're making it awful difficult tonight. Yeah, floating off the ether. <laughs> ether. Well, I'm um, trying to remember that we, when we get to Anubis, like, he's not the Stargate character Anubis that I was always so fond of. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, I liked so. the Stargate version. Um, you know, I made this illusion of him being, uh, I'll segue it. Speaking of him being uh, Machiavelli's elder, um... <laughs> I made this uh, illusion back a couple episodes ago. I'm not sure exactly who we were talking about, but um, the the relationship between, or I don't know about the relationship, the likeness between Aten and Machiavelli. I mean, in this book, they both become uh, yes. Orlaga. although at different times, at different times, time periods, time time frames, I yes. guess you'd say. They're both Orlaga. They're both. They both really care about their people. You know, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, Aten, Aten knows that, uh, you know, he's he's ruled Danotalus, but he's been a, a good ruler. And I guess you could say one big happy family, family or something like that, but he still has, you know, he's got this kind of humanity kind of thing about him, though obviously he's you know, not anything like human. But And Machiavelli shares that as well. And like he wants it done on his t- well, and so is, and so is Machiavelli. Yeah, um, exactly. You know. So there's the relationship is still 
uh, is still there between the two of them. And, you know, as we go through the Temple of the Sun, we see his collection of things, you know, the floor he collected and the large door and, and things like that. And much like Machiavelli, who is a collector and, you know, the commands that he was, uh, you know, trying to attain when we first meet him. And, um, you know, we see inside of his house all of his, all of his collection of, of trinkets and things like that. So there's, there's a, uh, the, the the best example that I can see of of an elder picking their human servant, their immortal human servant, that with um, similar traits to themselves, uh, Machiavelli and Aten are just about as, as as alike as you as you can get. I think they are two peas in a pod. Yeah. So yeah. he um, likes to be in charge, and he knows how to control the people. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's so, very much like the historical Aten. I mean, he took charge. He said, "We're not going to worship Ra anymore, and we're going to well, was Akinar. do it my way." It didn't really work out for him, though. Did it? Well, <laughs> not so much. But I mean, look what it happened to Aten. He lost Daniel Talis, so <laughs> it didn't work out for him too well, did it? In the end, but uh, yeah, he did. You know, he kind of did the same thing to when when he was. Um, Akhenaten, Aten in uh, Egyptian history, with uh, you know taking them from uh, multi-god uh, worshiping, and then he had them worship himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah to, to <laughs> talk really about awesome. narcissism. Oh, how, how narcissist is that? I mean, like, hey, worship worship sun god. I'm gonna tell you, the sun god's actually me. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to be loved. He wanted some attention. He just wants love. He just wanted some love. One, it, it's the only way anyone could love his big ugly mug. <laughs> His head looked like a vase. <laughs> it kind of does. I mean, have you seen the picture on Wikipedia? Yeah, yeah I have. I have. Yeah. He was grotesque. Not that that's the best source of information. I was just going to say, because Wikipedia is the place to go for correct information. But anyway. It is. Don't you know? Party on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. It's not broken. I don't know what the owner was talking about. What? The owner of Wikipedia said Wikipedia is broken. It's unfixable. It's broken because people keep going on and writing stupid junk. Speaking <laughs> of stupid junk. <laughs> you too, Jamie. Really? Speaking of stupid junk, let's talk about a new... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let's... Uh... Speaking of dogs... <laughs> um, you know, we... We can't really talk about a ten without talking about the the whole scene with Marethew. Well, we and, could. Uh, we could. We would be doing. <laughs> we would be doing our listeners a disservice. That's not what we're about, Chris. Yeah, but my brain wouldn't be tempted to just shut down right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Marethew comes in, and a, a, a ten is obviously expecting him. You know, brings him in. You know, they're having the whole conversation. We get Marathi, the greatest Marathi moment ever. The greatest Marathi moment ever when he just dissolves the the stone chains into nothing, and, and then he breaks the floor, and, and then and then he destroys his floor, and you know, hurts hurts Aten's feelings. <laughs> like but that. you know, like we said, the, yeah, the conversation that they had about you know great empires and civilizations, and that you know they've all fallen. I mean, even if you. It, it, our limited knowledge of the of the pre Danutalis past, or I, I think what is might call it the time before time, you know we've got ancients, earth lords, archons. I mean all these other civilizations that that ruled or reigned before the elders of Danutalis, and they are they fell. So you know, even though we are you know, ten thousand years in the past, I mean they're still thousands and thousands of years of the past for them to to look at and 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 see faults and things like that so you know he he fully understands that civilizations rise and fall and there's there's that's just the the natural order of the world and now it's the humanity's turn yeah basically so he hands his island over to Marethew in a silver package with a pretty bow yeah well it's actually it's um it's a secret package and it flies. <laughs> oh, okay. Using the crystal of Ana that he flies off. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but, you know, 
before that, before <laughs> before the whole uh, Aten Marathi thing, you know, we have we have this scene with Aten and and Anubis. Yes, they like each other. And no, no, there's definitely some friction <laughs> going on. And um, like we were talking about before, you know, with Aten threatened to you know kill his kill his own brother. Um, you know, hanging him over the side of the, the was it the Garden of the Moon is where yeah. they're in at that point, right? Well, he also says to me, he's like, you know what happened to our other brother, right? Yeah. And I kind of, I, I, I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out who that other brother might be, right? And what happened to him? Yeah. He must have gotten thrown off the garden, actually thrown off. Yeah, I mean. Well, okay, this would be a good time. Or they're to... talking about Osiris. No, I think Osiris and Isis are really or siblings no, they're best. Uncle, yeah, uncles, Aten and Anubis. Or, or Ben. Yeah. Right. Right. Thoth. Thoth. Well, Thoth is a grandfather. Oh, Thoth is. Oh, uh, Amahotep. Amahotep is is Aten and Anubis' father. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. This might be a good place to bring in some kind of some of the uh, Egyptian historical mythological stuff and, and to try to find out the answer to that. I've done some digging and I mean the myths change so yeah. many times of who's husband, wife, yeah. brother, sister. They do, but it could give us a good uncle. idea, you know. Of, of the only the only one I is. found is Anubis has a brother that was Horus. They were half-brothers, but we know Horus is Bastet's little brother. So, it's not that. Aten had several brothers, but I don't know if they were important enough to be considered for the story, or maybe that's why they're dead. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta keep in mind, I mean, look at some of the other things, the, the unimportant mythologies that we've that's seen, true. so... But but yeah. I mean and yeah, this is true. It, but then you can go into other mythologies because Anubis is somewhat synonymous with the Greek god Hermes. So if you go into that, you know Hermes had siblings too. So um, I don't know. It's all it's all Greek to me. Yep. But I'm, but I'm You're so funny. Um, <laughs> no, he isn't. Don't pay too much. Not really. That was sarcasm. In case you could tell. So you've got nothing, Jamie. I got nothing. I I've come up with nothing. I challenge oh. you, the listeners, to come up with something. Yeah, that's interesting. That is interesting. Yes, unless he's Hermes or something, and then you gotta go on the Greek mythology, which we haven't seen a lot of. Surprisingly, no. no. We haven't seen too much Greek mythology, huh. although a lot of these are synonymous. I mean, Horus, Mars. Yeah, no, I no, I agree. But know. we still haven't seen a lot of the named. You know what I mean? No, and and Bastet is actually synonymous with Artemis, which makes sense if Mar or if Mars Horus is Apollo right. and Bastet is Artemis. Yeah, and, and so it seems like there's not very many of them that get that. You know, there's not really a whole lot of get that that multiple mult multiple 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 <laughs> that multicultural uh, naming. I mean, like uh, like Mars has gotten. Yeah. I mean, he's got like four or five yeah. names. Mars got everything yeah. under the sun. I mean, we haven't really seen that. Half the names, but hey, we haven't really seen that in any of their characters, you know. I was, I did find a a little family tree of the Egyptian gods and goddesses, and it does not list a sibling for Anubis. It lists cousins and aunts and uncles and a, well, a and, you know, child, was, but it doesn't list it doesn't list any siblings. With the blurred lines and things, I mean, that wouldn't be that far of a stretch as to say, you know, something on the cousins list could, you know, Michael could use as as as, as sibling, you know. Yeah. Well, he pulled Aten, who's not really on the god list. He's a pharaoh. So. Well, the the one chart I found listed, no, no, like I, for example, say, Horus as a cousin, is on the pharaoh list, but Aten is is on the god list, right? A ten's um, not, it's not it's the same person. No, no, isn't it? In the books, on the book ten, series. Well, in the book series, but in in Egyptian mythology, a ten. Well, is, a ten is like the god he named himself. It's one. It's one and the same synonymous, as far as I understand. No, the, a ten was a sun god, and they worshipped the sun. And uh, you know, yes. 
Akhenaten. And he kind of named himself Aten, and he said, no, no, I'm yeah, no, I am, and you're I am of me. Aten is what Akhenaten means. Right? Yeah. One little preposition. Yeah. Not important. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't believe, I know, I don't think that the real Akhenaten claimed to be Aten. I mean, you can, you can correct me if I'm wrong in there, but I, I don't believe that that's, I don't uh, think, all the stuff I've ever read about Akhenaten. We kind of wanted people to worship him, so he kind of, I mean, he kind of made himself synonymous with, I guess is the best way of putting it. Well, you know what? I actually have a little Akhenaten formed a new state religion focusing on the worship of, again, it stated that Ten was the supreme god and there were no others except for Akhenaten himself. So right, but it, it's been said that he formed the first monotheistic religion around a Ten. Right. Yeah. Akhenaten himself was considered to be a creator god, and like Aten, was born again every day. So he's right. he's not actually claiming to to be Aten, just very much yeah. like him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what. Yeah. That yeah, and that's what I was trying to get life. at. Was that you know he's not he's not really he never really claimed to be Aten himself, but he claimed to be just like him as well as to be him. Yeah. He wanted to be. When I grow up, I want to be. Very much so. I want to be. I want to be. I want to be like Mike. Oh, like Jesus, Mike. That's what I start. Like to be like Mike. <laughs> oh, uh, let's talk, mommy dearest. Mommy dearest. Oh. Uh, she is one mean lady. I ain't gonna lie. She, she I mean, mean come lady. on. Who's gonna send their who, uh, conniving? When you saw what happened when she got left out of the Oracle World, oh, yeah, I mean, she really. Well, up. I mean, and look at her. She's. Like, you know, half person, half cat. Who wouldn't be a little cranky? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, really? she, she's Cats like this, cranky. you know, pit brother against brother in this, oh, you've got to do something about your brother, you know, kind of thing. And it's very irritating to me. <laughs> well, she probably can't decide if she even wants, you know, she wants to take a bath. So, of course, she's going to be cranky, you know. Yeah, cats don't like water, there, but she's half human. What do, you, what do you do? Yeah. Probably impact her but, uh, you know, her breath smells like fish and... Yeah. Cat treats. Oh. Meow mix. Uh, okay. So, you know, she prefers Anubis over Aten, and probably because Anubis is little mama's boy and always followed around her and did what she said, and, you know... And they felt like yeah, cats and dogs, yeah, you know. you know. But but seriously though, I mean to 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 put a brother against a brother and literally tell him to go to go and kill him is that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's, and that's crazy. Just but wrong. the brother yeah. was willing to do it. Oh, but he's yeah, obviously obviously he was a little crazy too. But you know, I think she is the is the factor behind Anubis's problems. Yeah. Well, we know Aten's the older brother, clearly. So yeah. usually younger siblings have issues. But I, I kind of have to wonder, I mean, with all the sibling rivalry that they have, I mean, yeah, that naturally happens, but I, I, I kind of wonder if they're maybe twins, and that's why there's so much rivalry there. It's like, well, you're older by 30 seconds, you know, type deal. Or if it's that they're just, it's just rivalry. Yeah. I mean, there's, I have no basis of proof for that, but. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Yeah, so, I don't know. When when you look at when you look at the the Bastet from that we saw back on Damatala, she's very cranky, ferocious, and yeah, and and proactive in the in everything, and you know just kind of pushing the buttons behind Anubis, and you know involved. And then we go and we see you know, we put her in contrast with the Bastet that we we saw in um, Alchemist, just chilling in a. <laughs> Just chillaxing in a chillaxing in a basement in a house in Bel Air. Relaxing um, all cool. Yeah, well, she all... is still cranky. I will give her that. Eating her servants outside by the pool. Yeah. Cranky. Chewing on a humani out out by, outside by the pool. But she's much more of an observer. Yeah. Yeah, and you know she goes into battle against um, Hecate and stuff. But I don't know. It just seems like she's much more reserved in in the uh, alchemist version and you know the the current we'll call it the current time the current time version that we saw of best at i think it's because somebody got her whiskers in a twist you know back on the well and she was sort of when we met her wasn't she really sort of 
almost in hiding. Well, she was yeah. sleeping. So yeah, she, she was definitely sleeping. Yeah, because they so. were like, I know we're Anubis or Anubis. I know we're best at sleeps. And you know what? And I was just thinking about this when we were when I was saying about when I was saying earlier that hey, Anubis, we haven't seen Anubis in you know we haven't heard speak of Anubis in the present time. So obviously he doesn't make it off Anatolis. Maybe she has some kind of, you know, remorseful issues about it, about the loss of, of Anubis, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that he doesn't make it. I'm sure she's not very happy. Yeah, I'm guessing he doesn't make it, you know, she mourns for, you know, 10,000 years or whatever. But she still takes orders from Aten, apparently. Yeah. Apparently. And Dee's elders, well, I guess just Dee's elders, not really Aten. Yeah, well, and they were, let's see here, they, they would be either brothers and sisters or brother-in-law and sister-in-law, but... Clearly, clearly, the uh, power force in the present time of the of the elder race, as far as you know, making calls and people doing them what they say, you know, and you know, I don't think it was much different from that back on Danatalus either, because it seems like Isis and Osiris are just this force, and like even when uh, Bastet is trying to convince Anubis to go against his brother. You know, he's they they even bring them up. You know, they're like, oh, do you think you know uh, Isis and Osiris will will uh, will back me on this on that and everything? So, I mean, even back on Antalus, they were they were feared or, or or respected enough, feared and respected enough to to garner that kind of uh, of, uh, of 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 uh, I don't know what I'm gonna say. Uh, you know what I mean? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what I got. Plenty of it. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> I'm babbling here. Somebody freaking say something. <laughs> something. You were doing a good job. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, you know, so I don't even know where I was going with that point. And basically, it does pointless. I tuned you out a while ago. Yeah. So What's back, Sean? Nobody's <laughs> start reciting um, uh, songs that we've done and no one would even know. Oh, yes, we would. Okay. Oh, hey. I'd know. I would know. So anyway, let's hear you guys' thoughts on Bastet. She's oh, a cat. She's, She's a kitty. She's one mean kitty. She should be declawed. I mean, the way she still sort of takes orders, like, kind of today, I wonder if, if there's still... I mean, granted, she tried overthrowing him on Day and and whatnot. But I almost wonder if there is still a sense of some kind of honor and loyalty amongst the elders. Well, I think there is, and I think I got ten. I think she's mostly. It is what it is. Taking right. taking orders from these elders, which we're now all assuming is Isis and Osiris, which would make sense because she talks about how much power they have. You know, back on Dantel, she talks about how much power they have over. Everybody, but they're not really around a lot because they're traveling and making other so. making other shadow realms. So I mean, and she she even says to Anubis like, "Your aunt and uncle support you, you know, if you take over." So it's one of those type situations. I, I think there's a high level of respect there. I don't there. know that she. I don't. I don't know that she actually believes that that though, that they would. I think she's just she's just pumping him up to do to do what she wants him to do. It's possible. It's just kind of the way she just jumped into it and was like. Oh yeah, they'll you know they'll behind you. I mean, yeah. she seems she seems to be one of those mothers who'll say anything so that her kid can get power. Right. One of those deals. One of those. One, one of those. One of those, those, one of those yeah. moms. Yeah. So, <laughs> so a that mom, might be it. That a, might be all we mom. really all have to say about her, right? She she's like the mom that would kill to get her kid on the cheerleading squad. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yeah, that's better. That's better. I would agree with that. And, you know, she's a cat. Just mean. Just mean. Cats are evil by nature. They sit around all day, just look at herself, and you try to walk down the hallway, and they jump out and attack your feet for no particular reason. Like, what with that? Don't know. <laughs> Sounds like you're having some personal issues. <laughs> of the feline kind. <laughs> Persuasion? Yeah. Yeah. Can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help you. Can't help you. So. So. Is that it for, for our little trio? I, I, I guess. I guess that's all we got. Our true ones. 
That's oh, you don't know all we got. You don't know all we got. Yeah, Jamie, was there? Um, I thought we would we would have more to cover on this than that. But was there anything specifically that you had you had uh, lined out for the mythological mythological thing, or did you get to cover most of it? Or I think I got most of it. Okay. I mean, I didn't have like anything really deep, other than their connect all their connection to Raw. But okay. oh, I know we should we should talk about the change with them a little bit, maybe. They got hit with the ugly stick. They got hit with pet stick, or two of them did. So. It's kind of funny the 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 how change has affected affected these uh, characters because you know they're yeah. siblings yeah. and related mother you know and sons and then brothers you know and but it seems like the bad side what we I guess what we are looking at as the bad side Anubis and Bastet both have this. Uh, you, you know the 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 dog and the cat animalistic. Trans- yeah, the animalistic kind of transformation, and it's like it's almost like the ones that we see that don't have this grotesque morphing are kind of like quote unquote the good guys. You know, Mars before he went crazy. You know, but he doesn't have any kind of change, or you know maybe his change wasn't going crazy. Who knows? But um. The witch, you know, she doesn't really have a change. She got uh, old. She's, she's got old, but she's still human-esque. Aten, you know, he just got his features, you know, elongated and stuff. Hecate. Hecate still, well, you know, Hecate still human, human-ish. Well, she was her. the curse. Yeah, she was cursed. That that changing that she does curse, I don't know if that... it. She does say that that she's cursed to, to, to do the change, to go through that, that transformation, but... You know, I don't know if how the change relates into that because she was she was tossed off Danatolis, right? She was exiled before all the change stuff started happening. She's a lucky one. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then we look at. I guess the only exception would. Yeah, Ravnoff had a had a pretty bad uh, transformation there um, with the you know turning into the, the the giant spider there. Who knows who else though? We we either haven't met yet or right. you know, it was only mentioned in passing that maybe has some sort well, of affliction like that too. Uh, you know. Yeah, this is true. And who knows if, I mean, given that a large part of what we're talking about is magic, I mean, maybe people have the ability to conceal some of it too. And so we just don't know. Right. And that's kind of the way what we think about the witch because, you know, she morphs through different ages and stuff and goes back to the old lady and stuff. So, we, uh, we're not. Uh, I don't think we're really sure if she is really an old lady, or if that's just her her disguise, you know, to get through the human human world. But yeah, I, I kind of wouldn't bet anything on anybody looking like anything in particular or not. I mean, because right, I, right. But you know, it it just kind of seems like, especially in this kind of thing, you know, that in, in looking at Anubism, that you know that they're. As the bad guys, I think you know, and they've got this this real grotesque change going going on with them. I think some of it might have to do with the kind of experimentation that they were doing. I mean, look, Anubis has the Anpu that are basically dog servants, and then all of a sudden he's changing into a dog, and then you know, Bestet controls cats, and I don't, you know, I don't know if that came about because of the change or because of right. Or was a she start, effect yeah. of yeah, she started uh, being able to communicate with cats after. <laughs> <laughs> or if she was experimenting or right. what the deal was but. Right. and we've got um, an elder that we haven't seen that did a lot of that was that was an, also an exile for her um, experimentations was uh, Echidna and let's see she was the creator parent of the Sphinx yep and um, that was another one that was exiled from uh, from Danatalus for experimentations. So, who knows what or if we'll if we'll even get to see what 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 Echidnites. That was some freaky experimentation, like part lion or something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you even think to do that? <laughs> it's 
like Frankenstein. <laughs> Let's take a giant eagle and we'll slap it on this lion, and then we'll take a <laughs> woman's face and smack it on a the head, and you know, take the tail off and make a snake out of it. Sounds good to me. Stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like a grab bag. It's like a puzzle. Yeah. Chimera. So, yeah. Change. Don't eat them. <laughs> no. No. Not at all. Not one bit. But, you know, with the change you've got, like, uh, how it's affecting uh, Abraham, you know, just hardening his aura in, into his skin and stuff like that. I mean, it just how it's affecting individual people is is still yet to be determined or why it's affecting them in that way. Yeah, I think that's probably the most bizarre one. Yep. Yep. And it could be because he's nothing like anything else. You know what I mean? He's not... Yeah, they don't really know if he's yeah. an elder or what. Yeah, he's not anything that we know of. Maybe. With his six fingers. He's a Midas. He's one yeah. freaky dude. He's got the Midas touch. So, anyway, I think we've covered about uh, as best we can on uh, Nubis Bestet and Atan Cat Rat and Dog. Next time on the episode, like you heard earlier in the uh, podcast, that we're going to be covering the... We're going to be covering the cover. <laughs> we're going to be uh, discussing the cover of the Enchantress that was recently released. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, jump over to the, uh, the portal page and uh, go through the book section and stuff, and you'll find it there and uh, take a look at it. Also, we'll uh, have gotten and been able to read the uh, short story Vampires Vegas. So, uh, yeah, we'll go through that and uh, talk about talk about the short story and what happens in it and all the all the good new new juicy details of uh, of characters. Well, since there's going to be about you know a week when this comes out between now and Vampires of Vegas, and so we're going to talk about that next month. If you have a chance to read it and just send us an email with with your thoughts and we'll we'll include it in the in the podcast well with your thoughts on the with your thoughts on the book yeah not just with your period because don't, we're not just going to air that <laughs> yeah yeah what's your thoughts about the book clarify i mean you know sorry <laughs> so can't wait for that you can go over and vote for us on Podcast Alley still. It still seems to be working at this point, and uh, we definitely appreciate you know any votes you've got there. And uh, we definitely won't turn down any reviews or comments that anybody leaves for us on iTunes, as long as you know they're good. You know, don't. <laughs> I'm not going to encourage you to go get bad reviews. I mean, that'd be just crazy. <laughs> if you want to contact us, you can email the show at awakenings at flamels-immortal-portal.com or you can email the individual portalcasters at their first name, Jamie, Jeff, Sean, Chris, at flamels-immortal-portal.com That's all the time we have for this episode. Until the next Legate opens, this is Jamie, Jeff, Sean, and Chris signing off. This podcast may induce uncontrollable laughter, resulting in stares, glares, and strange looks from members of the general public. Please take the appropriate steps to protect yourself from these embarrassing moments. <clears throat> I got a segue. Oh. <laughs> That's what does I got. Does it go fast? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that. You, you did. Uh, do you guys watch Supernatural? <laughs> No. Oh my god, he started singing. He had, they started lip syncing I'm All Out of Love, and it was the funniest moment ever. Okay, wait, what part of no <laughs> didn't you get? Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> no and no. Obligatory. Uh, and O spells no. I don't know about you, but I would really tick off. I would be really my... ticked off. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'd skip what do you like? How are you not reading that right? <laughs> see the beat. Uh, skip right over the beat. I don't know what <laughs> happened there. Okay. I Yeah. Oh, this is how her life got upside down. I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I so you. we're talking about Atad Anubis Bastian. I get the whole song verbatim. Please I don't. Know why.
or something. Where are we? I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> Here. Where are we? Discussion. Where are we? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. When I don't know we? what I got. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know what I got. Sorry. So what do we want to talk about first? Um, let's talk about pygmy elephants. <laughs> and no. <clears throat> um, do we want to talk about? <laughs> I'm so gonna leave uh, <laughs> Where's the segue? <laughs> Where's the segue when you need one? Um, mainly butterflies. Speaking of pygmy elephants, let's talk about it. Alright. Almost done. Can't come soon enough at this rate. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. I've got no idea why I'm singing that song. I don't know either. If you want to contact uh, the show, you can email us at awakenings at flamels immortal portal immortal portal. Okay. <laughs>